0: This podcast is brought to you by Athene. As the world changes, so does perspective. Is the sun setting on a bull market or is dawn breaking on opportunity? As a leading provider of fixed annuities, Athene was built for times like these. Working together, the future couldn't be brighter. Athene, driven to do more. Must the presidential election become a voting disaster? No. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to help navigate this turbulent world. Because of the COVID-19 crisis, the upcoming election threatens to become a severe political crisis, as bad or worse than that of 1876, when the outcome wasn't formally decided until two days before the presidential inauguration or the year 2000, when a bitter dispute over the counting of a number of paper ballots in Florida kept the nation in the dark as to who our next president would be for weeks on end. The Florida debacle was ultimately decided by a divided Supreme Court. That crisis involved only one state. The political horror waiting for us this November could involve numerous states where the outcomes are likely to be close. A worst-case scenario could involve both candidates holding inaugurations on January 20, 2021. Because of COVID-19 fears, numerous states are curtailing traditional voting at the polls in favor of relying on mostly mail-in ballots. This year's primary season gives us a taste of the possible disasters to come. Over 558,000 mail-in ballots were invalidated because of various deficiencies, such as missing various deadlines. Lawsuits abounded. Outcomes in a number of contests weren't known for weeks. And this is just for primaries where turnouts are far, far lower than a general election. Sadly, it appears many states aren't taking sensible steps to mitigate this foreseeable disaster. First and foremost, we should remind ourselves that, thankfully, the scale of the pandemic is a fraction of what it was a few months ago, which leads to one approach. Open a large number of traditional polling places and let people vote in person with appropriate distancing and the wearing of masks. Wisconsin, for instance, allowed widespread in-place voting more than four months ago without disaster. To avoid huge lines waiting to vote, some polling places could be opened several days before November 3rd. If there is any question about this, state legislatures could pass appropriate emergency measures. Another approach for those who wish to use in-mail ballots is for states enacting sensible deadlines that take into account the realities of postal delivery. States could also start the task of validating and counting mail-ins as they are received instead of waiting until Election Day itself or even after, as some states do now. Of course, our courts must also do their part and not capriciously throw out sensible state rules. Will such common-sense acts take place? Sadly, the omens are not good. We seem headed to do ourselves immense and unnecessary harm. I'm Steve Forbes. This is What's Ahead. Thank you for listening, and do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you next time.